0: Hello, it's Cam. Welcome back to This Might Be Helpful. I am sincerely stoked that you are here. Today's episode is brought to you by the This Might Be Helpful community. If you enjoy what I do here, and you would like to engage with more of this content and take an active role in its co-creation within a community of expansive, curious, like-minded people, then come on by to the This Might Be Helpful community and vibe out. We got live streams, bonus podcasts, extra content, Q and A's, member discussions, and a whole bunch more. So come over, say hi, make yourself known. Without further ado, let's dive in. Where are you at, man?
1: I'm in Wyoming. I'm in Sheridan.
0: All right, cool. Um, Yeah, I'm from Montana originally. Really? Yeah. I I think uh, I heard you're from Cody. I was born in Cody and okay. raised in Red Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. Your family's yeah. got a rafting company. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. I uh, I saw uh, Drew in your stories uh, yesterday. Yeah. I grew up yeah, listening yeah. to this thing.
1: Dude, it's it's wild, man. I uh, I started following you maybe a month ago, I think. And I, I saw a reel that you posted. And I was like, oh, I could use more of this. This is great and followed you and then like and then a couple weeks later like got, got a message and was like you know do you want to be, do you want to be on the podcast and i was like hang on is this that guy who's like you know? I it was, there was this real it was like you were like talking about you were talking about uh pineens yeah 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 uh, dude. Great. The, the yeah, and I was like, I was like, this is crazy. And then I was like, I was like, hey, Drew, have you heard of this guy? He's like, that guy's great. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I love his dad, and he's great. Yeah, and I was like, wow, wow, yeah. I guess we better do this, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. The synchronicities, like, I I'm leaning into whatever synchronicities emerge, as like not, Oh, what a coincidence, but, Oh, okay. Here's an obvious thing that the universe is pointing me in the direction of. So lean into all of that, uh, whatever it might be. And then, you know, coming across your stuff, I just, I resonated because of motorcycles and photography and adventure and go fast, don't die.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It,
0: it all, just, it all just hit home. And you know, I'm so used to, uh, especially on this podcast, you know, we, we talk about a lot of things, but, um, i really grew up in that you know realm and it's not something that's talked about as much on the pod you know i talk about lots of esoteric stuff and buddhism and psychology but it's like yeah but also go fast and don't die do dangerous things safely get outside take photos explore get dirty have fun like that is really the foundation of a zesty life
1: yeah man um yeah it's 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 really interesting because the brand you know um, people kind of pick up on this, like, oh, motorcycle stuff, you know? And then when they actually start really paying attention, it's like, we don't really talk about motorcycles ever, you know? Like, we, like, yeah, we're into motorcycles, but motorcycles are just the vehicle for, you know, making a great story for your life. And so it, it, I love it, man. We got, uh, so when I met Drew, meeting Drew was, was super funny, but I got him a motorcycle so we had a bike here and I was like, Hey, I had to buy this bike. Cause it was a bike that I borrowed and crashed. And yeah. so I had to, I just bought it, you know, and I brought it back. I was like, Hey, there's a bike like, you know, make you a great deal on it. We'll paint it for you. So we painted his Satsang logo on it and everything. And now he's a, you know, now he's sucked into the thing, but it's just, you know, the brand, the, the whole idea of go fast, don't die is find your edge, you know, and dance on it. Like, that's where that's where life is lived, you know? It's not, it really has nothing. We have a, we have a shirt that says speed is a number fast is a feeling because we used to, you know, we'd, we'd put ads out there and people are like, you guys aren't going fast. You know, you're on this bike and that bike, like those bikes aren't fast. And uh, yeah, there's a whole story behind all of our, all the designs. There's a whole story behind that. But tell me, I would love to hear more about, I tried to do a little bit of research just like I was like, okay, Yeah, I love you. Like I love what you're doing, and then hearing that you were from Cody and in Montana, I was like, "This is my guy, dude." I don't know who this guy is, but I, yeah, I got to get to know this cat, and uh, and and yeah. So it was just, you know, it was providence, and it was cool. Um, But I would love to. I tried to do a little bit of research. Like this might be helpful. I assume the podcast, the idea here is provide someone provide providing something that people might find of use. Yeah, man. I think that. it's it's deliberately titled in that kind of
0: vague and nebulous way because whether it is helpful or not depends on whether people are listening. Of course. Of course. Like anything, anything can be helpful. And yeah, it's, it's like, you know, part of it is just, you know, facilitating that open space for conversation because often I um, I'll get to an end of an episode and I don't remember, I don't know what I've said and, you know, people go like, that was really helpful. Well, I'm, hell yeah, I'm stoked to hear that because it would have been whatever yeah. I need in that moment as well. Because, you know, I'm only ever speaking about things that are inhabiting this state of consciousness, whatever it is, when I hit that record button. And most of them have been solo. Um, so I'm only just now kind of starting to branch out and do more more guests because I just lacked the organization initially. Like yeah. it was just It's hard enough to just get me in, up into the mic. And so... Yeah. But now it's, you know, it's funny because, you know, the, the, the guests that I have on, it's like whoever I find interesting, like whatever, whatever comes across this space. And I'm like, well, that looks like a total vibe. I'd love to talk about that. And just every time it's been, it's been right. You know, there are things that the algorithms say you should do and like, oh, all right, you should be collaborating with people with, you know, these numbers and doing that. I'm like, yeah, but I don't care about that.
1: Yeah, man. And I feel like that's what's so, uh, it's, it's so tough actually, man. It's, it's tough to be like, okay. Um, you know, I've got a, I've got a purpose. I've got something that is meaningful to me and I'd like to bring it to the world. And then the world will say, okay, great, bring it in. Just chop that off over there and move this over here and then come on forward. And what ends up happening is that you go, Oh, okay. You know, okay. Do your makeup, you know, whatever. And, and if by the time you get it to the world, it's not the thing you meant to bring, you know what I mean? Or, or it's like some version of the thing that you meant to bring. That's like diluted. Uh, we have too much of that, yeah, you know? So, so actually like true, true connection and just actually talking about stuff that actually matters. And sometimes it's actually difficult, I think, because, you know, you talk about social media and you're going, should I even share this? You know, should I even, is this even for anyone else? You know, here's a beautiful sunrise in front of me. Here's a beautiful experience in front of me. Um, is it diminished? You know, I was just at, in Rapid City in, in in South Dakota, and I went to the Crazy Horse Memorial. And Crazy Horse believed, uh, there are no pictures of Crazy Horse, because he believed that every time he got a photo taken of him, it took some of his soul. The irony of <laughs> he's definitely the most photographed native ever now uh, is hilarious. But, you know, I, I was just thinking about that, and I was like, yeah, it's... It's interesting, you know, and and I think it's beautiful what you do. I think it's really really cool. And I think the way you put it together, I told Drew, I was like, man, this guy's like a he's like an AI, like just the way he speaks, you know, so eloquently, and he just puts these things together. I'm like, he's like a he's like a bot that just says the right things every time, you know what I mean? <laughs> even like even even you know the way you take your breaths, you know, your pauses. I'm like, this guy's just poetry in motion. I was I'm like I'm. Yeah. I don't know how it's gonna to go to talk about it, because I just talk like a guy and he's very eloquent. Yeah, but beautiful. dude, that's like
0: you know, we're also seeing those moments of um, you know, like I, I got thirty seconds to fill and I can bring you know thirty seconds of clarity, but who knows how much confusion and stuttering and stumbling went into that 30 seconds of clarity. Like sure, I'm not yeah. share stuttering through yeah. You get, you, you get that little moment and, you know, there it's interesting as well, like just how, how easily we paint a picture of, of, of someone and, and fill in the gaps. And I know, you know, looking at my profile, they would think, oh, this guy's organized. Maybe he seems like he's got things figured out. And to, to an extent, you know, there are things that, that work for sure. But when I say those things, it's cause I'm saying them to myself say like, hey of dude, course man uh, you got to be okay with uncertainty because i'm uncertain like hey man you got to learn how to regulate because i need to regulate you know of course you gotta go and you know you know the difference between confidence and readiness because i'm working up to be ready for something and i think that's why it's meaningful it's like all the time people go oh i can't believe this message came across me how did you know it's like i didn't i just know how i felt and
1: no you have like the way i knew it goes on I'm in this lived experience with you. I'm in mine. I'm driving mine, you know, like we're, we're, we're right next to each other. You're driving your race car. I'm driving mine. We got a mic on. I'm going, did you see that turn? And then, you know, I think, I think there's a responsibility. I think there's a, there's a, there's a beauty in walking up a trail or walking down a trail and then being able to report back. Like, Hey, when you get to this spot, you're going to see this plant and you're going to want to go left. Trust me, dude. I went left. You do not want to go that way, right? You're, there's poison ivy everywhere. Do not do that. So you're going to want to go right. And then you're going to want to stay to the right of the trail because you'll brush up on it. Anyway, that's all. Love you too, bud. Right? Yeah. And, you, and, you, we, and we do that in life. And then someone's like, I can't believe you knew that there was poison ivy. Like, I would have run into that poison ivy. Or they ran into the poison ivy and they're like, yes, dude. You I know, that. thank you for saying that because someone needed to say it. Mm-hmm. I got a mad itch and I was hoping I
0: wasn't alone in that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're. I mean, that's, you know, we're the collective guide. Right. And it's like, <clears throat> there's so much of the, you know, that collective wisdom and that collective guide that we can tune into. And it's like, what do we need for that? Well, we need to be open, open to the notion that everybody here is a teacher. You know, it's like we, want to feel seen we want to feel heard we want to feel validated but we also got to make our own mistakes and that's like that's the other side of it we can listen to all the guides and sign points posts on the trail that we want but you also got to listen to that voice that goes oh, you should go left yeah. like i know that i know they told me not to but i don't know if they're living the life that i want to live so i think i have to go left i don't
1: i'm not picking the same trail as that person that's that's the wild thing man is sometimes you just gotta you just gotta try it like i think otherwise nothing would ever be explored nothing would ever be uh discovered you know what i mean you'd never bring something up and what is right for one person is not right for another person you know and even if it is the right thing for another person uh, it might not be the right time for that right thing for that person So it's just like, it's just encouraging people in their curiosity, you know, to go fast and not die. You know, death, we have a, we've got a page on our, on our site that says what don't die means to us. Cause it's actually, for me, it's super deep. Most people who wear our stuff, you know, they're like badass, you know, go fast, don't (laughs) die. I ride motorcycles, Yeah, but I'm like, man, (laughs) cool. I love that for you. You know, you're on the, you're, you're, you're on the path, you know, because when I got on a motorcycle is when I really started learning all these all these things because you're sitting there in this meditative state and i'm I'm super adhd like my 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 brain's all over the place all of the time until it finds something and then it's locked until it's out you know but when my hands are busy and the white lines are flying you know and my seat I'm i'm planted i'm not going anywhere i'm going somewhere but not going anywhere and i'm being entertained by this constantly changing landscape and this whole story that's being told as i'm riding through it and interacting with it. You know, I'm in the wind. I'm in the, you know, if there's a bird. I'm like, I've hit birds, you know, I'm like, I'm part of the, I'm the end of that bird story now, you know, I wonder what it did before me. Um, And, and you, but I have these, you know, you get into these meditative states where you're like, I wonder if this, and you start thinking through that. And it's like one of the only places where I find peace. I find, you know, time. I actually am in time and you know, I'm actually there to start processing this thing. And I'll take a topic. I'll take something that I'm thinking through and I'll put it on the boiler. And if I'm on the bike, my hands are busy and my eyes are being entertained. And my mind is being, you know, being sung to by the world. I start thinking through this thing. So all of our, anyway, I was saying, we, we have this thing is what don't die means to us. And it's a, it's a poem, uh, I'll send it to you. But anyway, it's a lot more than just like, you know. It's, it's small death, you know, mm. it's the deaths we have in every day, you know, it's the death of, of waking up and, and jumping on some nonsense, you know, instead of jumping on the thing that serves you. Yes, dude. I mean,
0: we are granted with that choice in most moments and every day is like, do I choose growth or death? Yeah. Like, do I, is it, is it aversion or ascension? Like I could stay in yeah. bed and I could be averse to the idea of getting up and, and making my way, or I can ascend that that discomfort and I can and I can go for it and that there's a feedback loop with all of it, right? And continuing to choose the tiny death that that creates this feedback loop of death and it's the death of perspective, it's the death of curiosity, it's the death of of passion and intuition and- And, and
1: hope. And hope. Right? Because because you used your time, you know? And, and the more time, you, the less time you have, the less hope you're gonna have, you know? Cause there's not time to, you know, when you, when you start a day, you're like, you, you start a day like, okay, I got all day to do this thing. But if you get to the night and you haven't done that thing, your hope in doing it is diminished. And if you have no hope, you know, you have no faith, you know, like, and you don't, yeah, dude, the feedback uh, loop. Of that. Yeah. yeah man yeah
0: like the feedback loop of, of that i mean i just think about yesterday where i had a whole bunch of things and i was like oh, all right you got all day I hit 4 p.m and rarely do i do like quality work after 4 p.m not not conventional work i might you know be a be creative and be excited about something but it's not i just i've just misaligned what i was supposed yeah. to be doing and and the hope runs out, and then when that hope kind of runs out, it kind of alchemizes into something else. It's like, oh, the dang it, that hope turned to stress, that hope yes. turned to to anxiety, and it's yeah. like it's the opposite of of hope. It's it's more dread. Yeah, like there's the, 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 word, the word we are so goddamn finite, but we got a mind that can go forever, and so it's like we're in that dance as well. That's this razor's edge of like, all right, by default, I will miss out on almost everything in life because there's too much of everything for this finite body to, to get into. So right. It's right. like recognizing that fear of missing out is actually justified because you'll miss out on everything. So using that instead of being demoralized by that, like, all right, well, that means I don't have to worry about the, everything that I'm going to be missing. I can do the things that I want
1: to be doing. You don't actually have a choice, you know, that's what's nice. Uh, yeah. Some miserable guy in history called Soren Kierkegaard said, he said, uh, you'll regret it either way. Get married. <laughs> don't get married. You'll regret it either way. You know? And, and this dude is just, his, his story is a pretty awful one, but I read that and I was like, nice yeah <laughs> oh that's perfect so like whatever i do whatever i choose like i'm gonna regret it either way it doesn't matter which way i go and it was like you know i think people reading that are like oh that's awful and i'm like oh, that's great <laughs> how liberating this is how this is liberating. great whichever way you know we J- drew and i are actually talking about that last night so drew got his brown belt uh last night um, congratulations Drew. Do you, uh, when you, so like on this podcast, um, the audience, is it like, uh, what are they like? What are these people listening?
0: I'm still discovering that I'm, um, you know, I, 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 just started speaking into existence, whatever was in my head. And so my head's pretty diverse. I think there's a pretty diverse yeah. group of people listening. Yeah. Well, it's, I would, I helpful, listening right? it down. yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, look, it's, it's people that are. I think, you know, overarching, it's the ones that are questioning and, you know, being like, okay, hang on. Life can be more than what we've been told by convention. Um, how can we actually enable that? It's they're almost all of them are ADHD, multi-passionate, like yeah. diversely interested, easily enthused, but potentially, you know, you know, battling with the, you know, the, the double side of blade that, that is that.
1: Yeah. 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 Life's a a big pot of coffee and nothing to do sometimes. Yeah. I think that it's so cool because, um, you know, like I I always, I will never say no to a podcast. Right. Um, because, and I think that's when I go on a podcast, sometimes I go on and like, okay, they're like, all right, here's what we do. You know, this is kind of our thing. So here's what we're trying to nail and This is kind of the thing with you, we just got on here and started chatting, you know? So, so I have this thing where I'm like, are we just chatting? Because I, the reason I always say yes to a podcast is because it's so rare. And this is what's such a bummer. It's so rare that we do this. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing a podcast, which is almost like justification for sitting down and having a, an interesting conversation and like, and walking through these things, walking through each other's garden and being like, well, here's this plant mm-hmm. that I planted and here's why, you know, and here's this, that thing. And, um,
0: the podcast has given me a real, um, it's amazing. Cause it's given me a real, it has given me the justification to like spend my weeks, just talk, having beautiful conversations. And so if I was working some regular nine to five, I'm like, I wouldn't have the time. I wouldn't have the capacity to just like, Hey man, you want to talk for an hour? You want to hang out? It's like, yeah, but I got to work. I got to, I got to do things Whereas, like, it's really given this opportunity is created the space for these conversations to emerge. And then, you know, we have conversations on here that I I think I've failed to recognize this because obviously I'm living my own little life that, that people don't, have conversations like this, like people will have people in their lives where they can really like explore these things and have, you know, go, go into these deep concepts. They might, they might have people in their life, but it's to be able to just tune in to, you know, an exploratory conversation. That's just done for the, for the sake of itself. Like there's no money associated with this podcast. There's no, you know, I'm not doing anything with it other than what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, somebody should just, um, just give you money for it I know yeah. money. This, so, so I, I think about this is so um, to anybody who's listening Cameron and I have a mutual friend Drew who has a band called Satsang and what's so cool um, in this you were talking about you know these synchronicities and what's so cool and another synchronicity and all this whole thing is Satsang the word is to sit in 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 wisdom to sit in, in exchange, you know, and that's, we don't, I almost never do. I mean, so we go do camp outs and these events and that kind of thing. we sit around a campfire, you know, and I'll say, Hey, like, you know, so what's meaningful, you know? And somebody like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, what's meaningful to you? What You know? And they're like, Whoa, just straight into the deep end. Right. And, and it's like, well, what else are we going to talk about here? Like, what do you do for a job? You know, yeah. And people get stuck in that. And I think people get stuck in that because people get stuck in that. Just like what we're saying is, you know, all of these things, uh, these small deaths, right? Depression is, um, a master at, um, self-preservation, you know, it goes, it goes, it goes, I, oh, I got in, I got in here. I live here now. I need to stay. And let me tell you what would not be good for me is if they wake up early and go check out the sunlight and get some sun in their eyes and get some exercise, that will not be good for me. They'll start kicking me out immediately, right? You know what would be good for me, though, is if they check out their phone, specifically if they check out somebody who they wish they were and they know they can't be. So I'm going to promote that. And then they do more of that. Like, ooh, this is good, right? And they need to eat some shit that's going to just be trash for them. Right. And they need to, I want to make sure they don't drink too much water, you know, because this body that I'm in, I'm, I like it grimy. You know, I like, I don't need it clean. I don't need the place clean. If you start cleaning this place up. I'm going to start leaving. Right. And so it's this, I, I think of depression as this, which is something I'm, I'm, I'm so familiar with, but I'm like, you are a master of self-preservation. You get in here and you start convincing me, you start whispering your lies. And I start listening to them, you know, it's just one more tomorrow 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 you know all these things and those conversations where people get into conversations and they they hear people and they say oh they're talking about what they do for work oh they're talking about you know how pissed off they are because they were treated unfairly they're talking about this or that and this or that and they hear people in satsang you know in this place of wisdom you know even what you're listening to you know what you put in is what will start coming out you know um I think it's really cool. And I think that podcasts are like, it's just this, this, such this cool thing. Cause you're hearing people who are having conversations that are meaningful. And then you start, you're in that conversation, these people that are listening, they're not sitting here talking with us, but they're sitting here with us at this point. Right. And so they're going, oh, this is how I would like to have conversations. And I have a good example. And then they go to their job and they stand next to, you know, Luke over there and they go, Luke, what is meaningful? And Luke's like, "What has gotten into you, man? <laughs> Somebody
0: asking questions over there are you are you eating mushrooms, Luke? What's going on, man? <laughs> You're on drugs <laughs> That's yeah. it, right? Like you <clears throat> to ask questions, real questions that is this great joy because you. Ram Das spoke about uh, the type of work, the type of inner work that is subtle and, and quiet, and you know, kind of independent, but makes it so that when people speak to you, they're like, "What is it about this person? Why do they? Mm. Why do they seem to be like processing this well, and I'm not? Why do they seem to be having fun, and I'm not?" Why do they seem to be like they're having such a rich experience and I'm not. And they're asking the questions and it's like, yes, that's can't give you no answers. But if we can give you an opportunity to ask those questions, like, damn, could I have these kind of conversations in my life? Where would I find these people? Where would I find people that are excited to be alive, that recognize that this is a gift, that this is a temporary transition into wakefulness and I'll be asleep forever at some point. Like, I, I think I might join a club i think i might go to this like to this buddhist temple and listen to a monk talk like there are buddhist temples everywhere you can literally just go sit and listen to people spit bars of wisdom yeah and you get to sit in that space of satsang and and really you are the sum of it all and when you place yourself in the context of wisdom and you place yourself in that in that new garden you get to cross-pollinate and then you get to take that pollen and drop pollen somewhere else. And that is this, this beautiful collective networking gift that now we can scale to infinite global proportions by just like holding the microphone in front of our face and save the world and save the world,
1: <laughs> build a legacy, build a legacy. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> you were just in Bali, right? Did you just come back from Bali? Yeah. Yeah. How was that epic man it was
0: it was so nice you know I, like going to a place like bali it it you know helps to fracture you know worldview a little bit it, it breaks things open and you know it's such a a wild and dynamic and 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 fluid place that you know bringing that back into your day-to-day is really important because i think about um you know i was there and it was really easy for me to tune out and and just be really present i didn't check anything i didn't look at anything work-related i was just completely disconnected and ultimately so deeply connected to just what was around me and that you know it's also like i was only there for like 8 days but there's so much stimuli so much color and smell and sound and just chaos that like all my neurons were like soaking soaking it in and yeah that that, that kind of disruption and chaos was ultimately the most restorative thing about it you know that the monotony is what makes my neurons just atrophy mm. they yeah. get quiet and hungry
1: and and comfortable and Bali is such a it's such a place of um you can't look anywhere and sort of not be positively stimulated mm. you know every every direction you look and you know whether you're out in you know, the rice fields or you're at the beach or you're going to an island or you're down you know like you're at a coffee shop you're going to be looking and you're going to be just positively stimulated you know like we we did a we did a we started this thing called Moto Retreat because we um, you know go fast don't die it was go fast don't die and it was doing its thing and, and 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 getting big and we're like this is cool you know we love that people you know want to wear this clothing and and represent this brand but to really understand what this brand is they would need to you know they need to be part of some community they need to understand that like this is about what, What began this was the pursuit of a better story and meeting other people who were in pursuit of a better story, though maybe they didn't have the tools to like even realize that that's what they were looking for, but they were looking, you know, they're out on a motorcycle and, and well, why, what are you doing out here? But, but life is full of opportunities for people to go, Hey, you that me too. You know, and motorcycles was just the one that we that that spoke to us, right? And so we're like, why do you ride a motorcycle? Well, you're looking for a better story, of course, right? Like you're not looking for, you're not trying to punish. Hopefully, you're not trying to punish yourself with this motorcycle. And if you are, you're in pursuit of a better story. You're just maybe going in the wrong direction. But we started this thing called Motor Retreat, and we said, okay, let's get some people together let's go ride motorcycles in an environment that is completely different than what they're used to. Let's remove them from their old patterns, their old environment. Let's spend enough time a week, say, um, and we'll meet up in the morning. We'll have a beautiful breakfast together and we'll, we'll, we'll sit and sat you know, we'll sit and share wisdom. And, and we would, um, Rhett, my friend who, who helped us start it, um, or started with us, uh, he, he made this whole journal motor retreat journal, you know, so we'd open it to a journal. And go, we do this, uh, we do a, on any Sunday email. So every Sunday we send out, it's just some food for thought. Like, Hey, here's a story. Think about this. Here's a lesson. How does this apply to your life? And then we send some artwork attached to it that people can save as their screensaver and that kind of thing. And it's probably the most meaningful, meaningful thing we do as a brand other than our, you know, in-person stuff. But you know, I think a lot of that started when we were doing that motor retreat, cause we'd sit and talk about something in the morning. And it was just beautiful, man, because we, we would talk about the, this thing and kind of introduce this concept while we're having breakfast. And it's like, we don't, no one needs to answer right now. You don't have to have an answer for this thing right now. We're just going to bring it up and then we're going to have this breakfast and then we're going to go together, but separately, which is something that's beautiful about riding motorcycles with your friends. You put your helmet on, you're in there all by yourself, right? but you're right next to your best friends. You're right next to people who are going through the same experience as you right now. And they're marinating the way they're marinating. And we, we, you know, we put some steaks on that grill, right. And then we go ride through Bali that is, and you're just going the whole time you're going is life is not, um, you know, it's not, this isn't pain right now. This is beauty. This is a gift and this is a gift. And what if things were good? And I'm thinking through this thing, with a lens and with an environment that says things are okay. It's hard to go a lot of places in Bali and be like, this sucks. Right. Yeah. And so we would go do that and share that ride and everyone ha- would have their bear- We'd all be on the same ride, the same course, but everyone had, would have their own ride. Cause who, who knows what's going on in their helmet. And then we'd get to dinner time, you know, after a full day, checking it out and eating at places and doing that, we'd get to dinner and we'd go, all right, has anybody arrived at any, you know? any thoughts what what came what went in on in that helmet and people are like yes you know everybody had something everybody was like yes this this and this and at first you know people are scared to say it. they're like well i don't want to say the wrong answer and it's like there's not a wrong answer you know and it's just like permission and we kind of come up in this world where where we're tested and there's a right answer and if we mm-hmm. get it wrong then we're, stupid. you know if we got it right then you're good kind of thing mm-hmm and so just like just going over there and bringing that up sitting in in meditation on your bike you know in your helmet with you know while you're being just entertained while you think through this thing um it was super special and what was so cool about it was all of those people after the week they're like well you know i kind of want to wake up this is I don't want to go back home and wake up and start scrolling, which is where I found the motor retreat, you know, when I'm like, Hey, do you want to do something different with your life? I'm like, yes. You know, you like motorcycles? Yes. Like, okay. Do you want to go to Bali or Thailand or whatever? You know? And they're like, yes, 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 yes. You know, and it requires such a investment from them. Obviously it costs money. Uh, it costs time. It costs like, you know, what it's like flying from the U S over. Like it's, it's a whole thing, you know? Yeah. And, and they came ready for a change and then they go home with that change, with this example, you know, and then they go home and they're like, I want to wake up in the morning and have a meaningful conversation or even just at least bring up a meaningful topic. And then I want to marinate. And then I want to have something at the end of the day and go, Ooh, cool. You know, I like look at this piece of art I've made in my, in my mind in my soul, you know,
0: it's like this ultimate disruption. You know, it's, you, you, you go into a completely new garden. It's so, like, hang on, I, I don't recognize any of these weeds here. It's like, I get to decide what goes in this one. And I'm not just like dealing with whatever was put there by life. I get to actually consciously decide what it is that will inhabit this space. And you know, you get that disruption, and it is it is the greatest opportunity for for innovation in your life. And even if you just bring a couple of things back that are fully you know integrated and implemented, like ah. I'm going to start my day differently because how it starts is how it goes. And I, I can do that. I can do that. I can take that first 10 minutes in the morning, that first 15 minutes and, and, you know, ascend, you know, and like don't give in to the, you know, the, the patterns that are there. Cause I can make new ones. I can make new patterns. I can't do it all at once, but I can absolutely make these new patterns and that, I think the helmet time is a really fundamental point of that. Like I know I've always grown up listening to my dad say, all right, I got to go out and get some helmet time or cam, you need to go get some helmet time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm stressed. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm upset about something He's like helmet time. And it yeah. really is that, that, that meditative state. And you have the, I love, I love the, the individual shared journey of it. Yeah like you yeah. all in this, this this collective experience but but shaped by whatever is inhabiting that helmet.
1: Yeah, man, and it's uh it's a, such an opportunity to reset it. and it's such like a I think people have a hard time with meditation. You know, especially in the you know, what I saw was everybody, all of us, we choose, you know, our, our mission statement as a as a brand is to contribute to the culture and community that inspire our existence. And so I've worked in branding and marketing, you know, since 2010, that was like my thing until go fast, which, you know, obviously extended into that. But when when I, you know, came up with that as a mission statement, I'm like, that actually is all of our mission statements. If, if any company if their mission is not to contribute to the culture and community that inspire them to do their thing, then mm. what is mm. it? And, and it's so, it's so when, so, so when we're, we look at that, we look at the culture and community that we were going to, and beginning to influence. We looked and we saw this, you know, hell yeah, brotherhood where everybody had to act tough, you know, and anybody acting tough is covering up where they're, they're acting hard cause they're covering up with their soft, you know, And, and it's like, what if we could, what if we could offer these guys something different? And if you tell, you know, you would tell cork wrench that he needs to meditate, you know, like, I'll (laughs) hit your ass. Right. Like that kind of vibe. Right. But you're like, Hey man, why don't you go ride your motorcycle? And they're like, oh yeah, I'll ride my motorcycle. And then I feel better, you know? And then you're like, Hey, what if that was meditation? You know, and they're like, oh, cool. We do this. We do this ride called Devil Stone Run, which is where we just invite everybody that we meet over the year. And we say, hey, come check out our neck of the woods. We do Devil's Tower to Yellowstone. So we show them just all the Wyoming and kind of where we're from. And uh, right away, you know, right at the beginning of that run, I'm like, okay, all you guys like were, you know, puffed up and acting tough and standing next to your black Harley. Like you can stop acting tough now because if you were tough, you wouldn't be acting like that. And I won't tell anybody. Yeah, stop. Well, yeah, Yeah, we give them the weekend off, right? Like, hey, everybody, like, you don't have to do that. And what's so special, man, and so cool is we see these guys who are, you know, they are a whole bunch of combat veterans that come out. And more and more, you know, at this point, they probably make 20% of the run. There's about 200 people to sign. We cap the tickets at 200. And um, we always get a few more of that because we usually say yes, you know, when people run out, whatever. But bunch of combat vets and to see those guys instead of kind of showing up and seeing who could drink the most beer or who can do the biggest burnout or whatever, you know, but they're sitting there and, and having a conversation about like a vacation that they want to go on or like, I don't know, like just these simple things, you know, or like even (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to out some of them, but like, they're like asking people if they look good. Yeah. You know, they're asking their friends like, hey, how does this look? And I'm like, dude, that it brings like tears to my eyes. And I'm like, you're the yeah. toughest dude, you know, and you're this combat vet and you're this hard Harley guy, but like, you also, you're you're seeking approval, you know? And when you recognize and you you actually get the permission to be like, hey, you know, it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to kind of explore this place. This is the culture we're living in. And this, this is that go fast, don't die culture that this is that thing. And that is our contribution to that culture and community that inspired us to be.
0: Man, that's so beautiful. Like I think about these, man, these boys. Like you know, they're men, but we're also every age we've ever been. And like, there's this these, these little boys that want to be seen, that want to be validated, that want to have their their place and their purpose kind of secured and and just made real. And there's you know, we the the, the hard exterior. It takes real strength to soften that, and and once that that softening occurs, you know, life can be. You can invite softness. You can invite openness, and you can be a badass who is gentle as a Bambi, right? And like a lot of the badasses I think of are like they have these That's the beautiful, most beautiful, gentle, yeah, yeah, spirit, yeah. Like yes, you, know, so you you know all about it. Like the guys that get on the mat and roll around, like they're they're thoughtful and deliberate and calm. Of course, man, powers. like they,
1: that's it. That's, you know, jujitsu. So um, last night Drew, our mutual friend Drew, who has the band called Satsang, which is the thing that we are doing now, uh, which is a whole bunch of synchronicities that are beautiful. Um, he got his brown belt last night. And if you don't know the way it works in jujitsu is it goes, you start with a white belt, you get that one for free. Uh, you start with white and then you get blue, uh, and then there's purple and brown and black. And the percentages drop off very heavily. Most white belts will never become a blue belt. Most blue belts will never become a purple belt. Most purple belts don't become a brown belt. And I think it gets a little better at that point when brown belts, a lot of black brown belts probably get to their black belt. Right? So once you're kind of in brown, it's sort of like, yeah, dude, you're, this, you lifer. You know, and so Drew got his, his brown belt last night, which is so special. And it's so special, not, um, so I, I was supposed to receive my black belt last night. I was kind of slated to, and, you know, I talked to my professor and I said, Hey, you know, the black belt is something that means a lot to me you know belts don't mean anything right they're a little 2 inch thing they only cover 2 inches of your ass you got to cover the rest kind of thing anybody could put on any belt they want you know what I mean the colors don't mean anything unless it means something to you right it's like any you know any piece of jewelry it means nothing to someone else but it might mean the world to you some ashes you might carry you know that might be everything to you for someone else they don't but belts and 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 so Drew got his brown belt which means he's slated to become a black belt um, and and will, he will for sure. And I asked to extend um, to receive my black belt later because I want to earn it because it's, it's um, attached to so much more than just jujitsu. And that's like, so returning to like these very violent men and women, like these very violent people and capable of so much violence are the most peaceful because they're learning more than just techniques for breaking a body. They're learning about how to control that. They're learning about how to choose that they're gaining confidence to, you know, when you see people, I, since I started fighting, I started doing MMA and then got heavily into jujitsu. Cause I like the culture of jujitsu a lot better. It's a lot more like exchange and we're rolling and we're, we're growing as people. We're helping each other grow. MMA is a lot of times a lot of ego. You know, it's not, a, I'm a fighter. I'm a bad dude kind of thing. I don't love that. Um, but, oh, where
0: was I? Help me out. When, so you, you know, you, you asked to, to push this black belt out later. So what, what is it, um, you know, cause it's attached to so much. Yeah. What, what, what drew you to, to push
1: that back? So, so, you know, all of, all of jujitsu is tied to life. You know, we're in there, what's so beautiful about jujitsu and beautiful about motorcycles, you know, I mean, we can find this. Well, it's what we were talking about. This might be helpful. Well, it depends on how much you're paying attention. Anything might be helpful, right? The patterns on that couch behind you, you could learn so much from, if you just look at them and so, but jujitsu, you know, it has everything. It has all the drama. It has hilariousness. It has, you know adversity it has these moments of friction where you have to make choice to stop or to fight you know to flight to, to to fight flight freeze you know you go through those things where you're observing your body react to things you've never you would never have before and then you're watching yourself make conscious choices to change those things and th- that process You know, obviously you're learning new techniques and all of those things, but that process of going, oh, I'm going to choose that way instead of that way, because that is the way a better, that is a better way for me. Um, You're doing that over and over and over and over and over again. So what a black belt means to me and what jujitsu means to most people who are good at it is so it's far beyond, you know, so that, so, so you meet someone who's a high level jujitsu person. You probably, I, I immediately know a lot about them. Some of that depends on where they got their belt from like you know kind of what culture they're a part of like what uh, what their lineage looks like but i immediately know them you know because i know myself right i know what i've gone through and and if they are in the same place that i am and they have gone through that thing because it's a meritocracy um so i postpone my black belt because i have a lot of things to work on that i, I you get that once you know yep. and that is it's going to be very special for me if i would have received it last night it would have been a validation that my, my technique was good enough to wear this rank. But for me, I'm like, man, this means the world. This is something that most people who ever do jujitsu will never. I mean, like 99%, more, probably more, whoever did jujitsu, they'll never reach this rank. So I'm attaching, you know, I've been writing in a journal says no one gets out alive, live accordingly. Yes. And I've been writing I we made these journals, um, in the when at like the beginning of the, uh, pandemic and it says an infected mind is a far more dangerous pestilence than any plague. Mm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I love, I, I love these journals, but, um, I started writing them. I'm like, okay, what does this black belt mean to me? Cause if I already have, the and it's, I already have, a, I can roll, right? Like I can do jujitsu if we fight and you're not very good at jujitsu, I will probably, um, trying to wait to dismantle your body, but that's not the point anymore. Right. The point is, did I choose a shortcut when I should have done it the right way? You know, did I, did I sleep in when I should have got up and I knew better? You know, did I choose this instead of that? Did I choose these small things that change your life in such big, big, big ways. And you learn that in Jiu-Jitsu because, you know, hey, if I if I just put a little more effort and I get my hip to here, I'm not going to have to fight that fight for the next three minutes. But if I'm lazy about it then I give that space there, you know what I mean? And you're constantly like your opponent's not evil, but... But the evil that you leave, that the space that you leave,
0: right, uh, is that evil thing, it.
1: right? We, we have to represent yeah. that to each other. We have to give each other resistance to push off and to make those choices to become better um, or to accept where we're at. And- oh, man, that's
0: a beautiful, just like analogy, like that, that, that you know, yeah, my, my opponent's not evil, but that, that space can be, if yes. so, if I did not choose to fill that space with know with that conscious movement, with that conscious effort, yeah. with that was finding finding that uh finding that edge
1: and dancing there. Yes. Like that edge can easily become a place of evil. That's it. Absolutely. And it's and it, and it's and it's the beginning, right? Because everything perpetuates itself. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I leave that evil there, it's going to immediately reflect everything's a mirror, you know. So it's immediately reflecting that I am the type of person who chooses to leave evil on the table. You know and and the evil says well i'm gonna i'm gonna self-preserve and i also want to multiply right and in the same way that choice to fill that space will choose to multiply so becoming a black belt isn't about you know i'm badass and i can submit everybody in here becoming a black belt is that evil that exists in me that 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 conscious choice to do the right thing or the wrong thing when i'm aware of which the right thing is i'm going to choose that thing because that's, that's a black belt move. And that other thing might be a white belt move. So for the next six months, you know, like I, like I said, we had that conversation two, two nights ago where I said, Hey, I'm not ready for this, this belt, there are a lot of things in my personal life that I need to be fixing. And if I accepted this belt, you know, I would not be doing a great service to myself, uh, uh, outwardly, right. Everybody would see that belt. Everybody in the gym, everybody on Instagram, Facebook, and all the things that, like, you're a black belt, man. And that's the only belt that really matters, right? Like, when you grow up and you hear someone's a black belt in anything. Yeah, well, it's a superhero status. Yeah, right. It's pretty cool. And so, everybody, in even last night, it was really interesting. At the end of class, there was a cat who came over, and he's like, hey. He went to the professor, and he says, how come I didn't get my belt? And our professor, Will, he is the most. he is a scary, scary man. <laughs> it's just a, just a giant dude just shredded you know probably weighs 220 and he is a black belt you know he he knows what he doesn't need all that strength to dismantle your body but he's got it you're right <laughs> you know what i mean so um anyways he goes "Will, how come i didn't get my blue belt man and i don't know all the context of this this is what i observed so if he if he listens to this I love you dude good job but he, and and will goes what do you what do you mean like you're not ready you know you've been you are actually training for like seven months, you know, you're doing good, but I'll tell you when you're ready, you'll get it when you it's time to get it. And he's like, well, I want it now. Like, I I'll show you how good I am. He's like, all right. And he's like, why don't you bring me your belt? He comes over with the belt and he, and he's like, look, I, I'm two stripes. You know, I'm halfway there. Like I'm, I, I'm ready. And he takes the stripes off and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, let me, and he's like, let me show you how good I am. You know, like, and so they start wrestling. And this is like after the belt ceremony, after everything's done, and they start going, and and Will just kind of puts it on him, right? He's obviously not Will's caliber. Will puts him puts it on him, and then as soon as Will's kind of done, he gives him another guy, and the other guy starts beating it. You know, like they start fighting, and he still got a lot of energy. And then another guy, and this by by now, like you know, he farted, and he's losing control of his body. He can smell it, like you can you can you're watching him just like literally die. You know what I mean? Like actually begin the process because he's been fighting for 20 minutes now against guys who are better than him. He's, uh, he's getting beat up. He's getting his ankle twisted. He's getting his neck choked. He's getting stretched out all this stuff. And, uh, and after about 30, 40 minutes of that, switching opponents, another guy, another guy, fresh guy, every couple minutes, you know, another guy, another guy, he's like, can barely move. And my, my friend, one of my students who's from my place is like, he's like, Hey, what's going on here? You know, he's kind of looking at it. Like, is this, like, this dude's being bullied. This isn't fair. And, uh, and I'm like, no, what actually happened was he went, you know, kind of like, he did something that was sort of disrespectful, right? Like he did something that was like, he kind of challenged the master. Um, and, and he, I'm like, he asked for this, you know, this is actually really a beautiful thing. And we live in this kind of, we live in this place where actually that that kind of thing lands really heavy for people, right? They, a lot of people can't hear that. They couldn't see that. Um, and he went through this and he did the thing and he's like, all right, stop. And he's like, have you had enough? And he's like sitting there, just like destroyed. He's like, stand up. And he doesn't want to stand up. And he's like, stand up. He stands up and he's got a blue belt behind him, you know? And he, and he, and he, he promotes it right there, you know? And it's like, I love Being in a place where I love being in a meritocracy and being in a place where someone's like, hey, I'm looking not for what you want right now, but what you want the most, you know? And if we could uh, kind of adopt, you know, if we could trade the thing we want right now for the thing we want the most, we would make different choices constantly. Mm -hmm. And, and, And so... When you think about that in in life when i tell you that cameron like let's instead of what we want right now what do we want the most you understand that concept really really well well it was illustrated in this jujitsu right in this in this in this place in this space of growth you know in this in this place where you you can choose to grow and if you want and it's going to be more violent right you can choose to grow very fast right like if, if you can walk down the street And you'll get to your, you know, blue belt's about four blocks down there. And we'll get there in about 12 minutes. And nice leisurely, all we have to do is keep walking and you'll get there. And Mm -hmm. and that's part of jujitsu, right? And that's part of life. Um, Or you can take his route and he's like, I want it now. He's like, if you want to get it now, you're going to have to sprint. And if... You know, if you want to sprint, that's going to hurt your legs and your lungs are going to burn and you're going to want to puke. You might puke, you know, but if that's what you want, let me set you up. Like, let me put you on the pace. Let me hit that treadmill and dial it up so that you get to where you want to go on time. And in the in the moment, he's suffering. He's going through the suffering, but he's going through this growth, right? Right. And you can see this whole thing happening, and then you get this blue belt. I'm like, dude, that was the most beautiful thing that I saw today. Because that was so this was so meaningful. And, and it had all these hallmarks of growth as well, because there's like the the humility
0: and the humbling aspect, you know, like to to first, all right. Well, you don't get what you want right now just yes. because you want it, but then this person that's willing to get into the arena and stay there, you know, to, to move through that. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he's standing, sitting there on his knees at the end, ultimately humbled, you know, he's sitting in that humility and that's where you get this, this gift of that accomplishment. It, it's a full arc. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, you I, I, you talk about, um, uh, one of the reels that I saw that you post, you are talking about plant growth and you're like, you know, this plant is, uh, Oh, you're you're talking about just like slow growth. It's growing slowly, and um, you're talking about it's it's not comparing itself to other plants. You know, it's just focus. It's just doing its own growth. Do you remember that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That it's that quiet, inevitable growth. Yeah, it's that you, you can't be. You know, I look out, out at my my garden as well, and I see I see vines that are creeping. I see palm trees that are, you know creating coconuts, I see just this beautiful expose of life that all works because of its contrast. It all works because of its, you know, they work together through their individuality, they're sharing chemicals. One's taking the forest floor, the other's taking the canopy, they're swapping shadows, they're swapping photons. They're saying, "Yo, we can work together because we're different. Uh, I'm not really concerned about your growth, but I'll create the space for it for sure. Yeah, but you do it at your own pace, and you you manage your own growth. And yeah, we get the gift of deciding that growth. That plant is where it is because the wind carried
1: it there. But we are the wind. We get to decide where we carry ourselves, where we plant our seeds. And and then so when so when I walk into the jujitsu gym, right, I see your garden, you know, and I'm I'm looking at this plant needs the right soil, it needs the plant itself. In in a place where it can it can plant roots, you know, and it can grow. And I'm, dude, I'm I'm not a plant expert, so you know, (laughs) feel free to dial me in to trim me up. But uh, it needs soil, right? And it needs sunlight, and it needs water. I know those things about plants, though I can't seem to keep them alive. There must be more. Maybe I'm sure you can teach me. But um, I see a jujitsu gym, and I go, okay, you're in the right environment, you know. And the people around you are the water, you know, you're going to get that from these people. Um, and, and the people around you, the, the, the things around you, everything that's, that's happening here, the challenge that you're going to face are going to be the sunlight. So if you just come in here, you're going to grow, yeah. you know, and, um, and that's what jujitsu is about for me. You know, it's, it's not about when I started fighting, and doing MMA and all of that stuff since then, I've not been in a fight, Mm. right? I've never, I've not been in a fight outside of organized combat and it's because I'm confident in who am I, who I am in that arena. Right. And there are a lot of people walking around and they're, they're so insecure that they feel like they need to prove themselves at every step. Right. And that's why people get in fights most of the time. It's not a thing where you go, this is justified and I must fight for it righteously. It's a thing where they're going, I feel less than I need to prove that I'm more than through this thing that I've been told is what makes a man or whatever. And it's like, you know, all all of that, that's just insecurity. That's just pain. That's just fear. That's just sin and evil. Like that's, that's what that is, you know, expressing itself. And so when I see, and and so you remove that when you go into jujitsu, right, you're, you're, you're pushing all that out because I'm not fearful anymore because I have an understanding. And understanding pushes away fear. Fear doesn't want you to understand because it wants to perpetuate itself. You know, I'm not, I'm not insecure anymore because I'm secure because I, I've, I've witnessed myself in growth. I've witnessed myself in victory in these moments, you know, and I'm also humble because there's always someone who could beat me in there. There's always someone better than me. Right. And they're all different plants and they all have their different things. So maybe that one beats you and you beat that one, but and that one, you know, like beats that one. And you're like, it's all this beautiful thing. It's this environment for growth. So what a black belt means to me, you know, has everything to do with where am I choosing the shortcuts? Where am I choosing, you know, what 90% of what I know to be the right thing, where I should be choosing a hundred. And so the next six months for Brady is about growing into that black belt and being prepared to receive it proving to myself that it's not a thing where you receive it and then you're done, right? That's the beginning of a stage, right? But I want to begin my stage by saying I'm committed to what this means and what this means, I'm going to build into patterns. So I've been writing stuff down and, uh, and preparing that. And yeah, I think we could just all, we all have a black belt, you know, we all, we all have a black belt that we're looking for. And we should look at what that thing is, you know, what it means to become that black belt in our lives. doesn't matter if you do jujitsu and go, what does it mean for me to become a black belt in my life in, in whatever the thing I'm doing and start choosing, start making those little choices, man. What's so cool as well, though, is that
0: like, it was the conscious, conscious decision, not to, not to reach for it, but to grow into it. Like, oh, I cannot help, but be a black belt now, because that's what I am yeah you know it's 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 that the belt now fits me as opposed to me trying to fit the belt onto me yeah i am the perfect home for this belt because i you've created the space for that on, on on the multiple you know dimensions of self the multiple planes of of existence and responsibility and it's like in that moment where you decide that you are that you are not ready that there's work to do that that you know all the, all the practice of outside the gym, out, off, off of the mat, that's, that's where your black belt is coming in. That's where the work is to be done. Yes. And there will come a, a day where you go, oh, shit, I'm a black belt in life. Right. Like, like now I'm, I'm, I'm
1: worthy and, of this, this idea and thing that I've worked for. This is the, I don't know if you can see this on the camera. I have this tattoo on my hand. I got from one of Drew's songs. Actually, it says the work is never done. And that's the recognition, right? Like that is the black belt. When that is when you get the black belt, you realize we have a shirt that says "Peace in the process, joy in the journey." And when you realize that, that's the black belt. You know what I mean? Like I, I even had this conversation when we were in Thailand. I'm like, hey, so one way to 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 find this change, right, is to buy a you know, to, to, to sign up for this retreat and buy a plane ticket and go halfway across the world, all the way across the world and go to this beautiful environment and wake up in the morning and eat some food and and get on some heart, like read something good, do something hard, you know, do all of these things that you need to do ride motorcycles, talk about it at the end of the day, go to sleep in a different environment and do that for a week. That's one way to choose change and make a radical change in your life. The, the black belt way would be to go. I could change my environment right here, right here. You know, just like right now I can look and go, what are these things that are pushing on me? What is this resistance? And I can go, that's going to make me better. That's here to, I, I say this, I say everything in life is a lesson or a blessing, and if it's a lesson, then it's a blessing. Yeah. And it's like, it's this cheesy line, right? But, but there's no way out of it, right? It traps you. Everything in life is a lesson or a blessing. And if it's a lesson, then it is a blessing. And you go, man, like everything is good. Everything is, is, is made for my growth, but I have to choose it. This might be helpful. Right. But you have to choose to let it be. You helpful. have to choose. You have to, you
0: have to have that. It's like, and you know, at the end of the day as well, it is the most effective way of processing reality of like, this is good. This is all good for me. This yeah. is all good for me. To, to have any other approach of, you know, of the, why me, of the, this is too hard of the, it's not fair. It's just not, there, there's no inherent truth to it. There's no inherent relevance other than the stories that are generated to, to to substantiate that. But to, to, to decide that everything that's hard is good for me is, is the better way of processing this shit. It's the more exponential way. And it's the only, again, like nobody makes that out alive. So, you know, if it is
1: good, it has to be. Yeah. You had, you had, uh, you had another, um, this is, I think the first one that I saw, and you said, Hey guys, this is it. This is your experience. You know, the, the, the play button has been hit. So, you know, I don't know if you think you're in practice mode, you know, and you're waiting like, well, one day, right. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Uh, the most recent line that we dropped is called, uh, it's called on any someday. And it says the devil said someday, right. <clears throat> Another thing says someday isn't a day on the calendar. And the whole, the whole thing is to go it, it, is the whole point, Is like, man, every time you say, well, we're trying to like rebrand the word someday so that when every time somebody says it someday, I'm going to, they go, oh, no, big danger. So which day, motherfucker? Right. Exactly. Exactly. What day is someday? Exactly.
0: When is someday? The devil said someday. That makes me want to pick up the banjo. That's what's up you want to pick and ride a motorcycle dude <laughs> let's go dude let's go drew has got a motorcycle now and he I'm so excited I can't wait to come to come ride with you
1: yeah yeah we should do it man i so i have this I have this big dream um it's kind of like my life it's like it's my uh it's my someday right I want to do this thing i got I came up with it just riding and I, I called it the uh what do they call it the royal R O Y L the ride of your life. And I want to just start on one side of the country or start on one side of the world, something. And I want to do I want to do a couple of them in my lifetime, but what I want is this traveling circus of growth, this traveling circus of beauty and goodness. And so we start at one place and, you know, we ride and we find a a beautiful place to camp and hang out and there's artists there's music, there's food, everyone's just contributing. You know, I want to start a cult. I think I've always like, that's like, that's like the calling, right? Always it's like, we're like, I just want to start a cult and we're all just, (laughs) everything's beautiful. You know, there's this conscious utopia and everything's perfect, right? And it's like, damn, nobody wants to be in my cult. I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna keep working on it, you know, until everybody's in it. But we could have this little mini cult, you know, people would be down Uh to be in the cult for a week. You know, and we feed each other and, and what that food looks like is whatever the food that we, you know, we've been given to give to other people. So some people, it'll be music, some people, it'll be whatever art their, theirs is. Some, t- some people, it'll be education. Some people it's, it's attention, you know, because that matters, that really matters too. I think that's a big thing for, for people listening. You know, they're looking for, this might be helpful. They're, they're thinking about it. Sometimes the best thing you can give to the world, the best thing you could give maybe to Cameron is your attention. And that might serve you as well. Anyway, I want to do this ride of your life. and, And, and I would love, to just, you know, the beautiful people that I've met along the way and be like, okay, Hey, you know, we're doing this thing and it's this traveling circus of, of beauty, you know, of beautiful people. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that.
0: That's, that's the kind of cult I want to be a part of for sure. Yeah. Like a traveling circus of growth. I, I mean, I get the old man coming too. He'd love that. Yeah. 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 Maybe there's a, that, that's a, that's a, that's a beautiful, that's a, that's a closer someday than, than,
1: you know, it might seem
0: like that is yeah. entirely possible. That's, oh, yeah. that's something yeah, that's
1: active. And, and we're practicing with devil stone, you know, so we do devil stone and that's a three day thing across Wyoming. So what is when it? When is that? Um, it's labor day weekend.
0: All right. I'll try and make it to next labor day. weekend. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh I won't be back this year, but next year, I will be, I'll probably have a little, a little
1: baby with me as well. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Congratulations! Oh, Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, so you are, oh, I'm trying to mix up my stories. You're you, are you married fiance fiance, uh, congratulations. That's awesome. And she is a psychologist. Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah what a beautiful
1: what a beautiful uh what a beautiful place of growth you've created for yourself huh and
0: it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful arrangement
1: because you're this you know you're this man with your eyes open observing and paying attention and watching constantly and you know the way that your your brain talks to your heart and your heart talks back to your brain and then they send that to your mouth and you what comes out, obviously like is what is lighting the world on fire. You know, people are so stoked. And then you have this person um, across from you who, you know, has an understanding of that as well and can go, yeah, this is interesting. Might be, might teach you all of the time, you know.
0: Oh yeah, and but also she's, she, you know, she'll happily, you know, say like, yo, chill out, dude. Like you don't have to be a visionary.
1: You know, yeah, do
0: do the laundry. Like, why have I asked you seven times to do this?
1: <laughs> so that's the that's the black belt stuff, right? Because uh-huh. this is exact. This is what I'm talking about. Because what I might, I don't do the laundry, right? Because I'm like, I'm out here, you know. I can't do the laundry. I'm trying to witness a beautiful sunset. You know, this is better than Disney World could ever do. And it's like, okay, but the laundry needs done. It's like actually the most beautiful thing i might be able to do right now would be to do the laundry because i'm in service to you and our connection yeah, is beautiful yeah. you know like the black belt thing is just is just being in pursuit of what that thing is and mm-hmm. and being. have you read have you read be here now familiar with be here now
0: i don't know if, i don't think i have read that now hmm. you know, let me put that down
1: well look the transformation, Dr. Richard Albert, Baba Ramdas. Look at this. Oh. It is just the wildest. Oh. It is just the wildest piece of literature you will ever come across. Oh, that's just beautiful.
0: Oh man. I'm gonna for, for anybody listening, which is everybody, um Check out be here now. That's the most beautiful splaying of ideas and words and image.
1: I'm going to send this to you. You give me your address. I'm gonna send this to you. All right. Thank you. Cause I, I'll, I, I'll because I, home. I love what you're doing, man. I'm so stoked to have just, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, you know, a month ago I came across your stuff and it was like, I like this more of that, please. You know and and, and also like that's something that everybody who's listening which is everybody whenever you hit that follow button or continue to follow like you're saying i would like more of that please you know and and we went through this thing with you know instagram is this wild wild thing that has changed such it's it's this other world that we live in in a lot of for a lot of people for a lot of us um and it, it is the garden it is a garden that we walk through and so If they would just pay attention, you know, to what you're looking at and going, is this fruit, you know, is this, is this soil, sunlight or water for me, you know, is this contributing to my growth or is this holding me where I'm at? And the, the, the app itself wants your undivided attention at all times. Right. And that is, that will not serve you and there is a lot of beauty in that but you have to be conscious in making your choices in what's going in and what's going out this is this thing is a diet you know
0: mm-hmm. and yes you it be, is y-
1: you have to be aware of that diet and and you my friend are, are a good fruit yeah oh.
0: Damn, dude. Well, game recognized game. Fruit recognized
1: fruit. Fruit recognized fruit, dude.
0: <laughs> we're out here tending to things.
1: <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it. And then, then, and then it. that's that's what's up, man. I mean, yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta do this again. We gotta chat some more, dude. That's absolutely.
0: It. Thank you so much for being here. Like you, you, you were spitting some serious flow. It was a beautiful thing to witness. Like, it really, that was that was a beautiful conversation so much wisdom so much growth in that like can
1: where can people find this newsletter um so if they go to gofastdontdie.com and they go to the on any someday tab it's free to sign up We'll sweet so send it every week and the way it works is we rat and I get together every Sunday man and and we're like so what's going on you know what's going on with you and then we have this intentional kind of check-in time and sometimes he's got something prepared sometimes i have some some idea and we just kind of talk through it and he'll create a draft and then we'll run through it we'll have these discussions then we'll go actually you know what happened for me this week was last week we did it last weekend there was a jujitsu tournament it was the first time i've actually competed the reason i competed was because i had this black belt on you know on deck and i'm like dude i have not been taking jujitsu very seriously And when I say jujitsu, I mean, far beyond jujitsu, you know, I have been not as present in my life and in the story that I want to tell as I wish, you know, I'm letting things happen to me rather than, um, rather than being the thing that happens. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm floating instead of, instead of choosing. Um, and so I, I made a choice and I said, I'm going to do this jujitsu tournament at this jujitsu tournament. There was this fella, there's this guy who's 75, he's a 75 year old white belt. And the beauty, man, of a seven, I just told you, you know, 99.9% of the people who ever do jiu-jitsu will never reach their black belt. Well, a lot of people here are, we talked about hope in the beginning of this. We talked about, um, the less time you have, the less hope you have, and the less hope you have, the more faith you have that you can do it. And the less faith you have, the far more, far less likely that you're ever going to take that first step. This man is taking his first step in a lifelong pursuit in an infinite pursuit, right? At 75. And I'm like, it's so beautiful. And he got his ass kicked, you know, (laughs) he lost, he lost twice. He's just like, he's so uncomfortable, but in that discomfort, he is still growing at 75 years old, choosing to be a white belt, choosing to be humble, choosing to, to tell a new story at 75. So if anybody who is listening, who is everybody, uh, if you think it's too late, you know, if you think that like, Oh, I wish I would have this, I wish I would have that, you know, that's time to plant a tree with a hundred years ago. Next best time is right. Damn now. Right, right now, dude. And like,
0: you know, maybe, maybe you don't need hope as much when you're just present and, and doing it for the sake of itself. It's like, there's no expectation. I, that I get these belts. It's like, I'm here. Cause I wanted to be here. What, what, what hope I have. Like that's,
1: Hopes future based. I'm now, and the, yeah, to be here now. And 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 the belts don't mean a thing. You know what I mean? The belts mean as much as you decide. You know. Uh-huh. So this man to me, I'm sitting here with a black belt on deck, saying I'm not ready for the black belt. And this man is displaying black belt behavior to me. Yeah, that's- because he is choosing growth. You know he is choosing to not only to go do jiu-jitsu as a practice and 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 to, and to do that he's in that tournament man that's where people go to kill you. they go if I go my hardest how does this go for the other guy right like we're out there doing that and he's doing it and I I'm, I'm blown away so anyway so our awning someday right which we thought well let's tell this story. Um, you know, let's tell a story of the, the old fisherman, or this or whatever. we're like, actually, we need to tell a story about, about this guy right here. And so we just put something out there and then we put some, some artwork and, you know, people could save it and it doesn't cost them a thing. And, you know, we don't want to, we want to contribute. We want to, we want to be a culture. We want to contribute to the culture and community that inspire us to continue. And when we're not inspired to continue, we, we're going to stop. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. Dude, well i uh i'm gonna drop drop links to those things in in the description below um i want to contribute to the culture that is inspiring me and i i'm inspired by all of this i am an easily inspired person but that's besides the point that's because d- life is inspirational
1: yeah yeah you're doing it man you're doing it and i'm i'm uh you know i was so stoked to hear um you know, that you are from around here, that you had roots, you know, where, where we got roots out here. I'm like, man, because it's a, it's a beautiful thing coming from a small town because you, you really, you have a unique, um, environment where you can go, I can make a big change Mm -hmm. because I'm in a, in a small place, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and if you talk to one person, well, that's one of how many 1800, you know, Mm -hmm. 10,000 or whatever. And sometimes we start looking at things like it's one in two million. It doesn't make it, doesn't mean make a little bit of difference. Why would I do anything? I'm just going to flow with whatever. And so you, but you, you have that seed of belief and then you start doing things and the things that you're doing, the things that you're, you're putting out into the world and the way, way that you're, you're the way that you're doing it, man, it's just, it's beautiful. And I just, I think the most beautiful thing, dude, is I believe you. You know, cause there's all kinds of trash out there where people are trying to say the thing that will get them to the place. And the bummer thing about all that is when you get to the place of, of proving someone wrong or, or you finally did it so that you could be the man, you don't want to be there, you're like, dang it. I used all this time and, and that's a lesson, right? So it's a blessing, right? Lesson, right? But, a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Dude, I'll I'll stop, man. I, I super appreciate the time, man. I appreciate the energy. And uh yeah, dude, I'll I'll get your address and I'll send you this book and uh, yeah, let's kick it again sometime. Hell yeah,
0: dude. Big love. Thank you so much. This was this was a lesson and a blessing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. For me too, man. Thank you for the time. <sighs>